What is up, guys? Welcome to Diggity, a video game podcast. I'm Jeff James, as always with me, the incredible, unobtainable, luscious Brody Fultz. How are you? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? I'm doing all right, aside from Comcast. Obviously, before we <laughs> recorded this, uh, you know, I was going to try to do what we normally do, what we've done for the last, what, God knows how many months now with no interruptions. But uh, I think the storm has knocked something out. I don't know what, um, but my mesh network is uh, completely destroyed. So that's great. Um, but hey, whatever. We'll roll with it, you know? <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll do our thing. Um, yeah. Episode 196, of course, there's a six in it, you know? Bad luck. So maybe we should just skip like sixes in our episode numbers. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get real superstitious with all of it. That's we right. We do yeah. episodes that end in six anymore. Or have 13 in the in the uh, overall number itself, yeah. That's Good right, God. yeah. Uh, anyways, guys, if you're listening for the first time, every single week, uh, Brody and myself discuss gaming news from around the interwebs and beyond and bring it to your ears on every major podcast platform and your eyes on YouTube, normally. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter, <laughs> at Diggity Podcast, and subscribe to our podcast uh, on, like I said, all uh, podcast platforms. We actually just joined another one, did we not? Uh, we've been on there. Uh, Celebrate. Okay. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's one we haven't talked about in a long time though. I mean it's been like Google yeah. Podcasts. This is yeah, this is uh actually one our buddies over at uh Grief Burrito kind of started. So Cephalopod, sorry. Yeah. Talking's hard. Uh but check it out. It's actually really cool and especially if you're a creator, like it it works really well. You can go in and, and claim your podcast and everything. It's it's really cool. Definitely worth checking out. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, also check out our YouTube channel. Just search Diggity Gaming, and you'll see our little green circle with the black joystick icon inside of it. And uh, that is us, my dudes. Um, and with that, do you want to talk about what you have been playing? Yeah, so still plugging away at Persona 5. Um, no shocker there. It's so long. A uh, little bit of Rocket League. I tried out the new Gridiron mode that they have. I played probably about five or six matches of that, and it's pretty cool. It's like uh, kind of like football, but every time you double jump or like try to flip or anything, you actually throw the ball, and it is an actual football. And anytime you hit somebody, you take the ball. It's 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 fun. It's it's absolute madness because it's four on four, but it is it's pretty fun. Uh, and then a couple new things this week, actually. I've been playing Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. Uh, I actually got that from my local library, which is awesome. So <laughs> I've been powering through that, trying to beat it, uh, and really enjoying it so far. It's it's simple, mindless, but uh, it, it's good. Uh, and then we tried out Destruction All-Stars last night. Yeah, we which did. I won't go into it too much because I, I want to kind of have a little breakdown on that here in a minute. But uh, mm-hmm. what what have you been playing, my friend? Played Destruction All-Stars with you. Um, played a little bit of iPad. Uh, played Hearthstone on iPad. I've been playing that uh, here and there. Um, I played some Roller Coaster Tycoon 2, <laughs> as always. <laughs> and uh, gosh, what else? Um, uh, Civ. Civ 5. So nice. that's kind of what I've dabbled into. God, do we play other... I, I played a couple of games of NHL. Because if you include last weekend, did we? Um, we? Yeah, we played one night, right? We played COD one night. Yeah, I think we did play COD yeah, one yeah, night yeah, this yeah. week. We Cold War, which is an update coming for that. So yeah, which it it needs it. There's some issues, <laughs> but overall, it's it's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. Uh, so do you want to roll right into Destruction All Stars first impressions before we yeah. jump into kind of upcoming games and the rest of the news for the week? Yeah, this won't be super lengthy, and I, I don't know if we'll ever really do a full full review on this because I mean, mm-hmm. for PlayStation Five users, you're getting it free, and PlayStation Four, if you go on the app, you can get it for free as well. Um, but I, I've played what uh, probably about two hours of it last night. I kind of was just powering through and and playing around and uh i got to level 11 Uh, i found Mm -hmm. out i'm not very good at it there was one game i went off but it's it's interesting i mean there's you can party up but when you party up you can't play mayhem or uh shoot what is the other mode Uh, oh god it's one where like certain tiles disappear or whatever but um which sucks because those are the two gridfall uh those are the two best 
uh, game modes, and the other two are fine, but they're not nearly as fun. And I get it because the other two are team based, and uh, and Gridfall and Mayhem are not. But yeah. but I mean, I, at I, least make it where like you know you can team up with a squad of like six or something, you know, all together. Like at least yeah. be able to have the option of a full team, a full side. Right. Right. Like that's kind of weird. Well, and I, you probably could do that, but I mean, Mayhem and Gridfall being entirely separate. It, yeah, that's it, true. And they're solely. And I get why they do it, right? They they don't want people to kind of grief each other, or, or not really grief, but more like boost each other. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, it'd be nice to still be able to play mayhem while being in a party with you. Like I, I still want to run around and blow you up. I mean that that sounds like fun. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but I, I also wish there was some more game modes. I mean, it it, it feels right. kind of half baked, and that's kind of where I came across last mm-hmm. night after playing it for a little while. There's things that seem half baked. Um, there's some multi- or some um, microtransactions that are a little aggressive, but they're not too bad. I mean, like I said, I played for a couple hours, and I can unlock almost any skin I want. I mean, you're you're only going to be able to do that, you know, once or twice before the the amount of time you have to play to level up is going to go up. I assume. Um, but I mean, I mean, yes. you, you unlocked one, right? You got a skin, didn't you? Or you had enough at least? Yeah, I had enough to buy a skin in uh, two hours. I mean, that's. That's not that's, bad. That's but, really good, I think, honestly. Yeah, but what we don't know is if leveling... Because you get them every time you level up. Yeah, so yeah. If, if leveling up now is going to take longer, that's going to be an issue that uh, isn't great. So we'll see. I mean, be careful with what you, you spend your, your coins on. Um, but yeah, it doesn't seem too bad. I Overall, I mean, I had a good time with it. It's fun. Um, it's not... It's not like gonna blow your socks off necessarily but it it it's a good game and and, and it's enjoyable what you mm-hmm. got yeah you and i were discussing that um we were happy that this was not a like full 70 dollars game because originally it was going to be and like it's totally i mean whether or not you know obviously the state that it's in right now we for all we know i mean obviously it's been delayed once for all we know you know it might not really be completed right like it was just kind of thrown out there yeah um but uh yeah it's definitely not worth like a 70 dollars game which is fine because obviously it's free this time around um be interesting to see like what it actually costs after the free stuff um right. or if they just keep it free who knows i mean i feel like they should probably just keep it free honestly i think it'd be a really good free-to-play game but you know that comes down to the success and performance of the microtransactions um yeah i, I think it's fun i mean it's like a twisted metal um it's a demolition derby game it's really cool the mechanics of like you know jumping out of your vehicle and Mm -hmm. like the craziness and hecticness of it uh some maps are a little big that it just it plays down that hecticness and it like you don't you won't see a car for a while which Um, is very jarring when you're playing a destruction derby game yeah yeah exactly and then um some of the like graphics when you hit somebody like unless you actually like wreck them or annihilate them, it's mm-hmm. kind of like underwhelming in some fashion. But the haptic feedback is awesome in it. Um, it's cool that there's different vehicles. It's cool that like as soon as you jump into those vehicles, they go from being like their, I guess you want to call it their base skin to like whatever you know. I'm assuming whatever custom skin you then select going forward. Um, characters are pretty neat. Uh, but you and I were like discussing a bunch of stuff, and there's just like missing things that just seem like no brainers to us, like there should be like a wreck of the game. You know what I mean? Like a a play of the game kind of segment where it's like, oh, here's this, like, you know, some guy's out there and he blows up two cars in a row. I mean, I think people would want to see that and that's kind of cool. And that just causes people to try and play it more to get that, you know? Um, And then we were also, gosh, what else was there that we were like, oh, I can't believe it's, it's missing that. Um, Like when you run someone over, they just kind of like, you kind of just move out of the way, I guess a bit. And then like you, you, you fall and slide a bit but it's like kind of janky how it's done instead of uh, there's me using my Indiana lingo um, <laughs> instead of like, you know, ragdolling. Like I, th- there is like moments where it's hectic. And then when the actual crash happens or something happens to your character, it's that the hecticness is completely like subdued. Like I would expect like ragdolling, you know, or something crazy. Yeah. Right? There, I mean, there's it's some, PS5. there's some slight ragdoll effect. Like if you get blown yeah. up while you're in the car, yeah, but yeah, yeah, if you get struck by a vehicle, you, like you said, it, it almost feels kind of like a PS1 game where like 
you just you kind of slide down. Bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you just kind of slide for like a little bit, which is, which is fine. I just figured, yeah. you know, if this is a Sony studio game. I would figure that they would, you know, want to be like, oh, it's probably like ragdoll effects and just like add on to that, like chaos, right? Like how funny would it be if like your character ragdolled and then like, you know, all of a sudden you're getting juggled between like three cars. You know, right. because they're hitting you like that. That's that's the kind of stuff I think I would have wanted to see. Music is cool. Uh, Brody and I are unsure if Bruce Buffer is the announcer. It um, definitely sounds like it. Def- if not, if that it, guy yeah. has he's he pretty much nailed the impression. So yeah, it's time. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, overall, I think the game's great. I mean, it, it got a it got a game. I think it was Game Score. Um, or GameSpot, uh, forget which one, um, but it got like an eight out of ten, and I would agree with that. I mean, like it's, I think yeah. it's, I think it's a really solid game. I think there's just some stuff that's missing, and I'm sure we'll get that. And yeah. I think that, um, I think it'll go free to play. Um, oh yeah, I think yeah. that's the smartest way to do it, and just have different seasons and game modes. And this would be a great uh, esports game if they can dial it in a little bit more. Um, and be like, a, just get the precision nailed down a little bit more for like some of the cars and the characters and the jumping, especially. Right. Good lord, um, yeah. The, but I mean, the this would be free crazy. Is a little weird. Yeah, this would be crazy to watch. You know, to esports like people taking over people's vehicles, which is a cool mechanic, and, and mm-hmm. you know, just that kind of stuff. But overall, thought it was great. Yeah, at full pop, I probably would have been a little disappointed if this is what I got. But right. uh, especially for free, yeah, yeah, hell yeah, like it's it's great time for for free and honestly i would have paid easily 30 dollars for it i mean i wouldn't want to pay 70 for it at, no, at, no, at this current no state yeah. but yeah and we were talking too like i don't think you can really charge full price for games like this anymore no it right? just doesn't like, work in this in this climate anymore i mean it, yeah, things yeah, yeah. are just they're not the same as what they used to be i mean yep you could argue that Nintendo gets away with it, but Nintendo gets away with a lot of things. I mean, to be perfectly well, honest. Well, they also own all that, you know, they typically use heritage IP, right? They're not making right. like, new stuff, um, which is, yeah. And I mean, the other stuff that's priced like a Fall Guys is priced cheap because, I mean, you know, let's be honest, there's a lot of development work, but there's probably not nearly as develop- much development work in a Fall Guys as there would be in this game due to the characters, you know, being so unique and created and interesting. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it's, it's just interesting. It's, it's, it's a, it's a different time, as you said, but do you want to hit us with the upcoming game release for jumping news? February 5th, you can get Neo Remastered, the complete edition on PC, PS5, uh, Neo 2, the complete edition on PC, PS4, uh, <laughs> Neo 2 Remastered, the complete Jeez. edition on PS5, the Neo Collection <laughs> on PS5, uh-uh. God, uh, ReZero, Star. Starting Life in Another World, The Prophecy of the Throne is coming to PS4 and Switch. On February 6th, you can get Ampersat on PC. February 11th, you can get Death Crown on PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. And Little Nightmares 2 is coming to PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. Good time to be a Neo fan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> other than that, I mean, you got Little Nightmares 2, and that, that right. pretty much wraps it up there. Mm-hmm. Good God. Well, moving on in the news, some quick news before we jump into the bigger stuff. Uh, the Switch version of Apex Legends will launch on March 9th. So um, I was expecting actually earlier, but then obviously you had said the date a little while back. Uh, um, yeah, I think it was last week when Ed was on. It yeah, was, yeah, yeah. It was a release date on the, like if you Googled it, I think it was a release date of like February 2nd or February, maybe it was February 4th. So, um, yeah, clearly that's not quite the case, but nope. I'm I'm still curious how this is going to run. I just don't foresee this running very well. I mean, I not only if it runs, plays. You're going to have to play this on your TV. Like I I mean, yeah. for any of those out there listening that have not played uh like let's say Overwatch, okay, on Switch, mm-hmm. um even Fortnite on the hand, handheld version for Switch, uh it get tough. <laughs> it yeah. is tough to focus on that thing and just the way that the joy cons are set up and everything. It just doesn't, I mean, it just, it doesn't lend itself well to, to being able to easily, easily play a game like that in handheld version. So I don't know. I'm curious too. It's amazing what they can squeeze on these things though. Do we know if panic button is doing this one too? 
I would assume their wizardry is going to be required for this, but I have yeah, no clue. Yeah, because those guys are freaking crazy. I mean, it's those insane guys are what they do. <laughs> I mean, they got Warframe on a Switch. Yeah, it's impressive, man. I the 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 team over there at Panic Button is just crazy. Yeah. Uh, so the Mass Effect Legendary Edition has a launch date now, and that would be May 14th. And I know a lot of people, well, I guess I don't know about a lot of people, but there is talk about <laughs> <laughs> there is talk about the modding community for Mass Effect, because that is a big part of it at this point in time. Um, mm. And I guess there is talks about how they're going to handle that and how they're going to go about it. I Supposedly, the developers are working with the modding community to try to sort all that out. So that's good. Cool. Um, you excited? Are you, are you a Mass Effect fan in any way, shape, or form? Or uh, not really. Not really. I never really jumped into it that much. I really people, enjoyed people are, are like, two. Oh and, my god! <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed two and three. Now I didn't enjoy one, and I've talked about that on the show before because I I tried to go back to one after playing two and three, and uh, it doesn't that doesn't work very well. It is really there didn't a, hold up at the time? Is there a new one coming out that was announced at? Uh... Was it that or Dead Space? Which one was it? Uh, I think they hinted at one. I don't think they fully announced. No, I know it's just like some like space, like you know, teaser yeah. thing, and you know, just dark space, and then boom, Mass Effect. I think it was Mass Effect, right? I think so. Long ago, I know it. It it's all Game seems Awards, to run right? Together. I think so. Yeah. Okay. All right. Interesting. Mass Effect. What would that be? Four, four or five reboot. I, well, I know that the teaser. I'm pretty sure it just was called Mass Effect. That yeah. didn't have a number, but you know, whatever. It says EA has been planning to announce the release of Mass Effect trilogy remaster in October. But yeah, I don't know. I'm not real sure. <laughs> More <laughs> EA news. Uh, EA's bringing back college football. So at this time, virtually nothing is really known except that the game is still a couple of years away. And we got a tweet that just said, for those who, you know, still believe. And then basically it was uh, a photo of probably from Madden 21. And then they just put <laughs> college football. Um, I will note that they're, they call it college football in the uh, in their tweet, meaning that I don't believe that they got NCAA rights. That's kind of the vibe I was getting as well. For players. I'm assuming they got the rights for the college teams or perhaps some college teams or most college teams. Right. Um, but I would assume that you're going to... I would I would bet this. I would bet that when they announce it, it's going to be like you have to make your own team. Mm -hmm. Right. And you have to, you know, draft your own people and then you play games and bulls and that's about it. I don't I don't see like I don't think this is gonna be a return of NCAA of of old no, by any means. No. Like it'll be cool, right? Because you can be like, yeah. oh, I wanna be, you know, like your case, Michigan State, or if I'm like, oh, I wanna be Notre Dame, which I bet you they won't even have Notre Dame because Notre Dame is probably gonna make them pay up the ass. Oh, I'm sure. But, you know, that's Notre Dame. Um, but yeah, I, I doubt you're going to have, like, I mean, I also just don't think you can, like, you no. know, how hard that would be updating ro like rosters. Right. Yeah. I think that's, I mean, that's, that's a lot. And granted EA hasn't been proving themselves as of late that they could, you know, even do an NFL roster. So <laughs> I highly doubt a, <laughs> if, if anybody NCAA wants, is going uh, to work the out. equivalent of watching the room, go play. The campaign story for um, Madden 21. Oh, hi, the, Mark. Uh, yeah. Oh, hi, Mark. I didn't hit her. I did not. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that, that story mode's awful. But I mean, we, we you kind of saw this coming because you, you saw, you know, you were able to play a couple college games with a certain amount of teams um, from, SE, the, from the SEC mm -hmm. um, and uh, from the Big Ten. In the mat in Madden, but it wasn't like a lot of them. It was you know like I mean there's like twelve teams that you pick from or something like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I feel like they're also going to do this thing where they're like, hey, you can play the stars, you know, or before they hit the big leagues, and you know you'd be like Tom Brady on Michigan, right? 
you know, or something like that. Stuff that they already have the rights to. I think they're just going to mishmash everything together and they're going to make Madden 21 or 22 or whenever this comes out with like, you know, oh, I'm wearing LSU and my dude's a little bit thinner. Yeah, not as that good. Sounds, that sounds like, about I, right. I mean, really, like that's that's what NHL does with mm-hmm. all like OHL and WHL and all that stuff. I mean, they, it's just now they have the actual players in it mm. on the OHL stuff, but it still isn't great. I mean, you're just like, wow, this team sucks to play with. So I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. It's weird, but their games are buggy. Their their Madden game is ridiculous. I mean, oh, that yeah. is just good Lord. This uh, this actually got the Xbox 360 to trend on Twitter for a time as well because people <laughs> were like, I can finally retire it because I won't have to play NCAA 14 anymore on the 360 because yeah. I don't think it was a backwards compatible because... Uh, no, it or- wasn't. Because of all the licensing issues yep. around it, no, yeah. It so wasn't. people were actually keeping 360s around just to play NCAA 14, and the game price, like buying it, um, went through the roof as well. <laughs> it's yeah, the wild. guys at Barstool, Big Cat, like played that shit on stream like numerous times. Oh yeah. So he's happy. He gets to play the Tostitos Bowl <laughs> <laughs> for the. 50th time uh gearbox entertainment has a new home so embracer group has recently purchased the studio behind borderlands and this was to the tune of about 1.3 billion dollars so gearbox now joins thq nordic uh cock media coffee stain ab amplifier game invest saber interactive and deca games under the embracer embracer umbrella to make up 57 internal game development studios and span 40 different countries with 200 owned franchises so uh embracer is is kind of trying to make themselves like a 10 cent almost it seems like there's uh, they have a lot of ip and a lot of different franchises and studios and stuff under their wing now i'm just gonna point it out it's coke media yeah i know i realized it after i said i was just (laughs) gonna roll with it it's okay because the people who own coke media are kind of sleazy people so it's whatever (laughs) yeah as soon as i said it i'm like man that's not right well, somebody will call me out for it. $1.3 billion, that's a lot of medieval times, dude. That is a lot of medieval that's a times. Lot of, that's a lot of turkey legs. <laughs> that's going to pay for a lot of magic. Some magic classes. I mean, some embroidered shirts. God. Yeah. He could like buy you know like thousands upon thousands of USBs and just hand them out at medieval times. <laughs> it's good, man. I mean, it's... Um, I'm sure he's absolutely excited. I'm sure Pitchford is just beside himself. Yeah, I'm and rooting I'm sure for the Black well. Knight. And they did go out of their way to announce that Pitchford is still going to be head of Gearbox. So, oh, good. Why not? <laughs> I mean, you could people, joust him. People and are potentially... probably listening to this right now, and be like, "What are these guys talking about?" The backstory on this is, <laughs> boy, how long ago is it? Like a year ago, easily. Uh, at least it might have even been a year and a half ago. All right. So there's an inside joke here at Diggity where I say, where we used to, you know, say, Oh, I'm going to joust Randy Pitchford. And that was because Randy Pitchford, um, left a USB with what is Borderlands three at the time. Yeah. They left. Yeah. yeah. He left a USB that contained Borderlands three personal information and pornographic material, uh, at a medieval <laughs> times. <laughs> and some kid found it that worked there. <laughs> <laughs> and some kid at Medieval Times found it. And uh, I'm sure Pitcher paid him to oh, shut up. Oh, yeah. I, for well, sure. He must not have paid him enough because the kid the kid talked still, like none other. <laughs> but, yeah, the kid came out of a bunch of stuff. But um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's Randy Pitchford in a nutshell. So when we're talking about Medieval Times and why that's a lot of turkey legs, that's why. Because he likes to leave pornographic material on USBs at... Uh, I guess family dinner theaters. I don't, I mean, <laughs> and we haven't challenged anyone to a good joust in a while. So we haven't No, it's time to bring that back. Oh yeah. We got to find the right person though. I'm sure we'll find him. Oh, they'll yeah, find us. Maybe, maybe you'll lose <laughs> in that joust. Uh, Quantic dream is expanding. So Quantic Dream, the studio best known for heavy rain beyond two souls and Detroit become human. will be opening a second studio in, Montreal, 
or Montreal, as normal people call it. Uh, <laughs> Stéphane Deastus will be heading up the new studio. Uh, Stéphane has been in the video game industry since the early 2000s and has worked for Ubisoft as well as Idios. Uh, it is unclear whether this studio will be working in support of the home studio or if they will be t- um, sorry, taking on their own projects going forward. Fun fact about why game companies go to Montreal. Ready? Tax credits. Yeah, there it is. The province of Quebec will like basically pay you to open a studio there. Ah, uh, okay. For like five years. Kind of like what they were doing in um, was that Germany that had something like that a, uh, a while back? I feel like yeah, somewhere um, in Germany. Poland, Poland, and Germany did something kind of similar, and then another big one was actually Prince Edward Island in Canada. Okay, it was doing like you could rent like a studio for like essentially they could like you know. I don't know how it was like seven or eight people in it in a studio for like like five hundred bucks a month and pay no oh, wow. taxes for the first five years of operation. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now oh, you gotta yeah. live on an island <laughs> yeah. where there's nothing but red sand potatoes and you're in your own time zone. <laughs> okay. Or no, sorry, you're not well, you're not in your own time. Well, no, you're not in Newfoundland time, but you're in Atlantic Standard Time, so you're an hour ahead of Eastern time. Yeah. If you can get, a, if you can get around that in high tide. Taking out your home. You're really selling this. You're there. It's a beautiful <laughs> place. I promise. Can't wait to move there. It's <laughs> <laughs> for digging these studios. It's going to be awkward. Pitch uh-huh. the wife that. Hey, so picture this. We're on an island. Okay. Yeah. Like in the sun? No. In the Atlantic Ocean. Okay. <laughs> okay. And, and All right. Like, I'm listening. Like, like it's luscious, right? Yeah. It's got rolling hills. It's really high up. Oh, so like there's mountains? No, no. The island's just really high up because there's low tide and high tide, and it's like 13 feet of difference. Oh, <laughs> okay. But there's like beaches and stuff, right? Yeah, but most of it's just rock. Oh, like Stone Beach, now like really jagged rock. Oh, like, okay, but like there's different industry right there. It's, yeah, the potatoes. Potatoes and video games. That's it. That's and all you got. Annie of, and Annie of Green Gables. Yeah. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> That should be an easy sell. I don't. I don't know what you're worried about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, hey, it's out there. If you want to move to it, it's out there, baby. Yeah. Uh, so we may be seeing the next entry in the Battlefield series later yes. this year, if everything yes. goes as planned. Uh, so, what exactly is in store for Battlefield Six or whatever it's going to end up being called is still a bit of a question mark right now. But uh, we did get a few tidbits thanks to EA's recent earnings report. Uh, so the game will offer all out military warfare and will support more players than any battlefield game before, which we're already at 32 versus 32. So, I mean, surely we got to be at least at 50 versus 50, if not, uh, 64 versus 64, 35 Um, versus 35 (laughs) marketing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, EA is set to reveal the game in spring of 2021 and should release by holiday season this year as, as again, as long as everything goes according to plan, uh, which plan is basically something you might as well not have right now still that's Um, right i wouldn't say you're sticking to anything (laughs) uh ea also stated that they will be taking full advantage of the full power of the playstation 5 and the xbox series x which might imply that they could potentially be leaving uh the ps4 and xbox one behind but they did not confirm that so don't hold that to us we are just speculating did they did put a game on wii uh yeah yeah um but if they're actually going to take advantage of the full power of the playstation 5 and the xbox series x they just simply can't have the playstation 4 and what, xbox what one if version. um what if that's also just marketing though and they're like look we've oh, coded I, this we've coded this so poorly that it does indeed drain all of the power from your ps5 <laughs> this will absolutely <laughs> yeah, like, kill it <laughs> excuse me we were not talking graphically we were simply actually talking about electricity wise this is a leech that you will insert <laughs> through the disk drive <laughs> <laughs> it will consume your PlayStation from the inside out. Phantom power. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so aside from Battlefield, EA also talked about Codemasters acquisition. Mm-hmm. So with Codemasters aboard, EA hopes to become the global leader in racing entertainment, now having F1, WRC, Dirt, Grid, Project Cars, Need for Speed, Burnout, and Reve- <laughs> or Real Racing all under one large umbrella. 
With all of these various racing titles under EA, they plan to launch a new racing game every single year going forward. You know what my opinion would be to that? How about we Bad. do a just a few racing titles? Because, well, I, I, I mean, like I get yeah. F one being separate. I kind of get Dirt being separate. Like Project Cars and Need for Speed. I mean, I think you could probably no. combine those. No, 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 no. Project Cars is heavy, heavy, heavy simulation. Like way past Forza. Need for Speed is arcadey. Why Project Cars is? Oh yeah, yeah. It's diehard simulation. Oh my god, I thought Project Cars was like uh, that's my bad, but I thought Project Cars <laughs> by all the marketing and like they're just like the video and stuff like that. I thought uh-huh. I thought it was all like. Are you thinking you know, of the crew by Ubisoft? Yeah, where you drive I get around mixed to different things. Yeah. Like it's almost most wanted style where you drive to the next checkpoint. Yeah, yeah, okay. that that would all be right. the crew. Um, right. But yeah, I I don't think we're gonna see obviously one from each of these. Um, mm-hmm. But I no, yeah. I could see you know uh, going back and forth between Need for Speed and Dirt or bring back burnout which they haven't really done much with i mean i could see them bouncing around here and, and still being successful What's real enough. racing i don't know i assume that's a an older title that nobody's used in god knows how long but i'll look mm. it up real quick look that up. i'd be curious to see t- i mean f1 they're going to come up with a new one every single year because you know whatever it's like nascar uh, and, and real racing yeah. is is a phone game. It's a mobile game. Mm, it's one of those wham. shitty, like, all you got to do is tap hey, the screen let's to not, shift. Let's not say shitty. Let's say, marketing-wise, it's an incredibly innovative racing product never before seen on smartphones with incredible graphics because you don't do anything in it. The game just plays a video, and you click buttons. There's a lot of those out there. There is a ton of those. <laughs> and they're one of all those practically the every same. Every <laughs> single Apple keynote. Look at the graphics on this. But wait, he's not doing anything. Shut up. Yeah. Uh, so you have Asphalt, uh, CSR, and Real Racing, which are all identical games, essentially. So, awesome. Wonderful. Love to see it. Love, Love to see it. See it. Um, moving on. Amazon will stick with games. So with Jeff Bezos stepping down as the CEO of Amazon, the power vest is being retired. Oh, I bet he still wears the power vest. It just has less power behind it. Slightly less. his wife with the power vest on. Uh, Probably. To be a new CEO, Amazon, Andy Jassy will step into order to take his place um, just one day prior to being announced as the new CEO, Jassy. Uh, showed support for Amazon Game Studios despite the troubles that they have faced. The troubles being they are not good at making games right now. Um, <laughs> being successful right away is obviously less stressful, but when it takes longer, it's often sweeter. I believe this team will get there if we stay focused on what matters most. Here's what I hear from that. In about 10 days, I'm going to fire everyone there. <laughs> we're going to reduce the spending for budgets and we're going to build small mobile games. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's about what I heard too. I uh, mean, seriously, we've been I around mean, what, this what long enough. What kind of a sentence is that? The being <laughs> successful right away is obviously less stressful. You what? <laughs> the fuck does that mean? Uh, you have more money than God. You could just go out and poach people and pull. Go buy a fucking game company. Like, why do you have? This is my problem with Amazon. Why do you have to have? the stupid fucking smile attached to it. Like, just go buy somebody. You could have bought Randy Pitchford and put Borderlands on Luna. Boom. Done. You own Twitch. Right. I mean, you own half the puzzle. The hardest puzzle for any game company or even Microsoft and Sony for their consoles has been, how do we make this a social console? Or even then, I mean, half of the hardest part for developers is getting their game out there. and getting getting the fucking money. Yeah, and getting the money to support their next project. I mean, you Amazon, like there. you said, they have more money than they know what to fucking do with, and they still can't make this happen, and it absolutely blows my mind. And it's not even the money, too. They have successful business operations and departments. Boy, we have a physical game now. My God, I wonder if we could ship that efficiently to people. <laughs> at a more Probably not. At a more competitive <laughs> price. Oh, my God. <laughs> Boy, man, we should free. really look at we should really look at seeing if someone wants to pay for a 
almost a Game Pass subscription service, but we would know nothing about that. Right. Oh yeah, my I god, mean, man. How are we is... gonna deliver this game digitally to people? Yeah, I mean, it, we also it, it'd be cool if we had something, you know, where if we signed up for one service, we actually got access to another service, which kind of handed out some like free shit occasionally. And yeah, huh. yeah, man, God, I just have I, no idea where we would store all this stuff. I mean, we're gonna have to have crazy data centers for this. It makes no sense. I don't know where we're gonna find something like that. I mean, we'd have to be the leader in cloud technology in order to even just you know really hit it out of the park. Uh, yeah, it. It seems like it's fucking all right there. It's just they they <laughs> lost the puzzle piece in their own ass or something. I don't know what happened uh, here. Dude, it, <laughs> the problem with with Amazon is that it's probably in the power uh, if, vest. Check the yeah, check the Jeff, pockets. Jeff Bezos holding on to the last day, like when he starts picking up his 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 banker's box, you know, of all of his well, shit, like damned. his stupid Bezos bobblehead or something. He'll just pull it up and be like, "Andy, here's the last piece for Amazon." I mean, the big thing I've with literally it too been is, right holding it between my butt cheeks for the last three years. Yeah, God. So I've been so I've been doing squats, Andy. That's why I'm jacked. I hold this between my two ass cheeks. But <laughs> this exact moment, Alexa, open my ass cheeks. <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, oh I didn't God. hear that. <laughs> Damn it, she's on silent. <laughs> um, the, uh, I, I mean, here's my my thought on it too, right? Obviously, all joking aside, yes, they have nearly every single way possible to be successful in games. The one problem they have is that they're treating their games industry like they treat their other businesses, which yeah. are rapid um spin-ups and then they basically just see does this work no fucking throw it out claim it for <laughs> r&d don't pay taxes on it because it's r&d which is fine that's whatever that's i mean that's business it's business and right? then uh get on the next thing might i introduce you to the microwave that had fucking alexa in it right which i still can't fathom how or why that would even be a thing but yeah i mean it would be interesting if it took like cartridges and you want to make popcorn and it like shot a popcorn bag out into the yeah. vomit, but you have to open the door you're you have there. to still go there to put the food <laughs> in it just press the fucking button <laughs> god i hate <sighs> it <laughs> and then they're just like oh but you can use it as a timer right but i could just go buy a 30 like a 20 dollar alexa puck and use that as a timer instead of buying like a hundred and something dollar just, microwave. just use it on your phone I mean, right. I mean uh, who Siri. buys timers anymore? <laughs> uh, I got an egg timer that sits on the counter. I've had it since 1920. Right. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's fine. You know, 20 years from now, like we'll find out that that R&D for the fucker microwave for was for, you know, like a robot or something that's going to take over all of our fucking lives <laughs> or something. Yeah. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like it's all going to it's all going to stem down to like the, you know, Here's the point where we lost control as humanity was when we put an <laughs> AI assistant in the microwave, right? And Amazon is Skynet our, confirmed. Right. And then that turned into the eradication of humanity. Yeah. Um, if you own one yeah, of those microwaves, I mean, it'll turn into the Terminator on you just a can't, specific date. You just can't do rapid development in games. No, like, not I mean, for well, gaming. I, not, at least not in the games that they were doing. I mean, they were doing right. a Top Gear game. Like, if you can't utilize Top Gear as an IP, and leverage that for racing and nail it. I don't know what you can do. Well, I mean, they couldn't do it with Fast and Furious, not Amazon. I can't remember who it was because oh, I tried to forget. Um, I tried yeah. to forget. <laughs> I just, uh, I mean, that that is like number one racing IP right there, and you still fuck that up. So I think I, a lot uh, of it is, yeah, it, there was some cool things that Amazon was working on, um, but it just... Like you said, it's going to take more time. It's going to take more, some big name talent to get some hype for these games too. They just I mean, need to buy stuff and learn from it. Like they don't, like Amazon is horrible, like UI and UX wise. Like I would oh, yeah. consider the Amazon app on my phone finally okay. Um, Yeah. Okay. Like, on a good day. Yeah. On a good day, I would finally find it okay. But like, you know, like when have you went on Amazon Prime video and like, you know, been able to possibly, you know, 
find one find that you something were looking or find for. what you're looking for quickly and effectively right and then it's like people be like oh no but they want you to stay on the app no they don't they don't want the maybe that would be cool for the video thing but on the thing that makes them their most money the actual amazon store itself mm-hmm. it's still fucked up oh yeah half the time they, it doesn't work they don't I mean, yeah they're terrible. just not they're just not polished like they don't and it's fine because obviously that works as a business for them right like i mean they're they're killing it yeah, but, I'm I mean, sitting here complaining about it, and I still buy things from Amazon all the time. Right, exactly, so. <laughs> exactly. But like, I mean, it's it's like you know, you look at like a Google Home, and then you look at uh, oh my god, my heart stopped because I'm sitting right next to the <laughs> the thing. And I'm like, oh, jeez, so sick. Um, but like, you buy you know the, the the Google version of it, and then you buy the Alexa version of it, and like, there's a clear quality difference. Yeah. Like, oh, like physical quality software, eh, they're pretty similar. But I mean, like they've never been that company. And like you you have to be that for games of that skill. Like I feel like right. they just need to get into like some of the early games that Tencent got into, which was just like simple little mobile games. Mm-hmm. Put them on your Amazon tablets. Oh my God, guys, guess what? We have X amount of players on our mobile. Like that's the other thing too. For shareholders, they make tablets. They have an Android OS that is plugged with a bunch of Amazon shit already out of the box with it. Just put the game on it. And then you're right. like, hey, you know, 120,000 people downloaded the game last month. Meanwhile, you're like, oh, they didn't. Those are just like the $80 shitty tablets that they sold. Right. People are going to play it. I just don't get it. I don't understand. Like, it's just like, hey, we've got so much money. Let's just blow it on this Top Gear game and Fast and Furious and, you know, all this other stuff. Yeah. Yeah, Fast and Furious wasn't them, but you're right. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, no, no, you're good. Um, but yeah, it's just, it, it feels like it's all right there. Um, hopefully they get this figured out, though. I mean, it, it's just, it's one step away from being great. And honestly, I mean, there, there's a lot of that in gaming. There, sometimes you're missing one very important piece, and that's that's it. And, you know, you find that piece, and it's going to click. I mean, uh you know, CD Projekt Red, uh, as, as an example, The Witcher 1 and The Witcher 2 didn't do much of anything. And The Witcher 3, uh, once it finally kind of clicked with people, like people loved it. And then it yeah. created all the hype for Cyberpunk. And then, you, I mean, you, you know how that ends. But um, like there is that that potential for them to, you know, you still got to put out some games just to kind of get your feelers out there, too, because it is a, it's yeah. a whole new market for them. And, and, and their competition is going to be Apple. Yeah, if I remember correct, they were working on an MMO that I was actually really looking forward to, and uh, I assume it's canceled, or it. I think it went into beta, and then I, I don't oh, it know. Flopped. It was yeah, in a it was, weird limbo. There's an alpha yeah. or something like that, and it like yeah. completely flopped. Like no yeah. one was interested about it. I mean, here's the thing with Luna. In the hell did you last seen Luna? Uh, the last time I saw it was on Twitter when Ray Apollo showed a photo of you. He's like, let's do this. We'll get Ray works for Twitch. Right. Who does, who's owned, who owns Twitch? Right. <laughs> right. I mean like that's, that's the, so the, I have to, the way I've heard about this is a guy who I'm assuming got this for free because of the company that pays him his salary is owned by the company that wants to do this. Right. And that's how I learned about it. Yeah. And aside from the one time we talked about it on the show, there's no news. Know. There's no news about it nothing wild um so we have some some quarter three numbers i know this isn't me some quarterly numbers honestly i know it's not for everyone but i i love these numbers so uh the the quarter three took place from october 1st to december 31st uh and so we'll do sony's numbers first they sold 4.5 million ps5s uh 1.4 million ps4s which brings the total number up to 115 million sold uh, and 47.4 million PlayStation Plus subscribers with 114 million monthly active users. All Damn. people playing uh, Fortnite free. Um, and on the Nintendo side, unless you wanted to stop and pause, for, talk about Sony. Yeah, but, let's talk about Sony. How many okay. of those 4.5 million do you think were bots? <laughs> Um, uh, at least probably 3.5 million, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> right. Judging by Twitter. Um, um, no, that's considerable. I mean, uh, you know, taking into account the supply chain issues and just, you know, this world as a whole, yeah. uh, right now. And, uh, you know, that, that's, uh, that's huge. 
I mean, this always cracks me up every time there's a generation consoles are dead. They're right. clearly not. I mean, we have now gone through three generations where they continue to uh, ascend. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, PlayStation Four up to 115 million units sold. That's that's wild. I mean, that's that's yeah. getting up there with one of one of the better selling consoles. I mean, yep. um, it, it's it's uh, Sony's killing it. I mean, I really don't that's know like how else ten to say months it. <laughs> of Nintendo selling the Switch. Right. <laughs> This is also true. <laughs> Nintendo, on the other hand, is absolutely just destroying everything in its path. Um, so uh, in that same quarter, the Nintendo Switch sold 11.57 million consoles, bringing the total up to 79.87 million units sold. And how many it has years been are we out it? for three and a, well, coming up on four years now. Four years, and what was PS4 was what seven, eight, uh, eight yes, now? yeah, eight. Okay, pretty close. So wow, half the uh, Nintendo's just it just killing it. I it's insane. Yeah, seventy five point eight eight million Switch games were sold, bringing that total up to five hundred and thirty two point three four million games sold total. Mm. Uh, the best selling first party games. Uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe <laughs> with 33.41 million. Animal Crossing New Horizons with 31.18 million. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate with 22.85 million. The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild with 21.45 million. Pokemon Sword and Shield with 20.35 million. Super Mario Odyssey with 20.23 million. Super Mario Party with 13.82 million. So that drops off quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. Pokemon Let's Go Eevee with 13 million, which hasn't really gone up much at all. Uh, mm. Splatoon 2 with 11.9 million. And new Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe with 9.82 million. Just want to get a new Mario Kart. Yeah, probably not. I mean, that attachment Just rate is almost selling. 50%. That's just oh insane, God, bro. That's insane. Just, I mean, that, that's absolutely like r- ridiculous. I, I mean, just like the, uh, I, I can't believe it. Yeah. Stop buying it, people, please, <laughs> so we can get a new one. For love right? of God, please stop, stop uh, buying it. So we have some additional sales numbers from games that we haven't seen any numbers for. So Lumi or Luigi's Mansion Three at nine point one three million, Ring Fit Adventure at eight point six eight million, Super Mario Three D All Stars at eight point three two million, Paper Mario The Origami King at three point five million or oh five million. Sorry, uh, Clubhouse Games. 51 Worldwide Classics at 2.62 million, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity at 2.84 million, and that is excluding Japan. Uh, Pikmin 3 Deluxe at 1.94 million, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition at 1.48 million, and Mario Kart Live Home Circuit at 1.08 million. So just over a million units sold on that bad boy. Damn. I, so I again, feel like the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe thing, though, I mean... I would like to know how many of those copies they count with being within that Switch bundle. Yeah, I, and I'm sure a you know lot I mean? of them are from that Switch bundle. But yeah. I mean, I I think that bundle kind of got a little scarce there for a while. I mean, people were just buying the game itself. I mean, granted, Switches in general were kind of scarce there for a little while. But um, and they're still kind of. I still don't see them as often. I see a lot of Switch lights, but I hardly ever see any actual Switches. Um, occasionally here and there, but I know, yeah, I'm the fool that has a normal switch. Uh, yeah, just get both, man. It's fine. Which, by the way, I'm gonna add also, like, they're the home. Okay, so Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. Before we get into this, has been a bust. Yeah, I mean, like it's already on sale. Yeah, I and one million isn't terrible for that, considering it is kind of one of those goofy things. And clearly, Ring Fit Adventure sold gangbusters for him i mean that's crazy uh, that that actually sold it for christmas 8.6 million it's I actually mean, really cool it is cool it is pretty i really cool. like it i dig it um but anyways yeah so the, the crazy thing on this too is they're not gonna do a switch pro like they just flat out they're like nah why would they too right i mean people are still right. buying this shit still buying i mean yeah sell all absolutely. those ones out and then come up with the switch pro and then people buy a switch pro i'll repeat all this again it's crazy yeah. um moving on Google Stadia is making some changes. So Google did double down to make it very clear that they are not ditching Stadia. They do still see the future of gaming as being able to stream games to any screen. 
Uh, but they will be expanding their efforts to help developers make the most of Stadia as a platform. And Google will shift its focus away from actual game development and focus on the technology behind Stadia itself. Aside from any games that were planned to launch relatively soon, um, all long-term projects have been canceled. And the SG&E, Stadia's in-house game studio, will essentially cease to exist. And all team members will assume different positions within the company. The company being Stadia or Alphabet, one of the Alphabet companies. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I think we saw this coming. Yeah, yeah, I don't uh, think this I mean, is surprising in any way, shape, or form. And actually, their their studio head, the um, oh Jade, um, I'm drawing a complete blank on it right now, but she actually left Stadia as well, and that kind of went pretty silent. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Because um, before, I mean, it was a big deal that she was coming there, and then once she left. Um, I, I, Which I don't she remember left quickly. Hearing. Yeah, she wasn't there very long. She must have walked um, in and been like, "Oh boy." Yeah, kind of like I mean, that uh, that Simpsons thing where he walks in, takes his hat off, hangs it on the hook, turns around, grabs his hat, walks back out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> woo, 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 woo. Walks out. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, this is almost kind of a, like. A, a little taste of like the Amazon issue, but also like classic Google. I mean, Google really has not launched anything successfully. Right. Aside uh, from Google. Her name's Jade Raymond, by the way. It was okay, Jade nuts. Raymond. I yeah. her last name. I mean, like people be like, well, what about Android? It's an open source platform that they found. They didn't make it. Right. Like, do they add to it? Yeah. They add to their own version of Android, their, their vanilla Android version. Like Google took the open source Rains on it now it's like theirs but it's still open source right you know, like well, youtube they they acquired youtube yeah and they're doing their best to try to tank it so right yeah and i would i would argue that the people that grew youtube were probably more the creators than honestly google itself right and most creators on youtube have guided google to be able to actually make it decent and now like to your point they're going to destroy it google music that's shut down now um nobody used it uh, the Google Play Store, it's okay. I mean, a lot of people have Android phones, so they kind of just use it. Yeah. Um, but like, there's a lot of crazy shit on there too. Um, oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, God, anything and everything done? you could imagine. I mean, like, uh, um, God, what's their thing? DeepMind. Their their oh um, yeah. Their augmented reality slash like machine learning platform, deep yeah. learning or whatever it is. Uh, you got, know, like I mean, this they is tried studies. like. Yeah, they tried like their Google Glass thing that, yeah, that tanked, and then they're trying yeah. to bring it back for training purposes. And yeah, and then it's they've just... got like Chromebooks, and it's like, well, my kid uses that because you know it's stupid proof. Yeah, uh, yeah, they they give it to <laughs> kids but I wouldn't in use it. I wouldn't touch a Chromebook with I if I had to. Like it, it's yeah. just they're worthless. <laughs> it's right. just yeah, yeah, terrible. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, they got into schools because it's one, they want to provide a cheap source for it, but you know, they want to indoctrinate kids with Google shit. They want to get yeah. them used to using Google docs and they want to take away from Microsoft office shit. Right. But you know, right. That's the other thing, right? Like, I mean, I have, you know, I use G suite on a daily basis for some mm -hmm. other stuff that I work on. And, uh, like not just on diggity, but like on, on some other stuff. And I, I have the premium version of G suite that I use and it's, it's just, it's not great. It's not as good as Office uh, 365, and I don't think Office 365 is that great. So that's saying something. Um, right. The bar I mean, was set never, low, and you still didn't cross yeah, it. They've just, I mean, Chromecast has done okay, mm -hmm. um, but like, you know, we just finally got a fucking remote for Chromecast. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, we there's just so many, they've just... And it's not rapidly just, oh man, here's a market, let's go for it. It's just like, I don't know what it is. I feel like maybe they think, oh, we're Google, we can do anything. And then they get out there and like, oh shit, this is a lot of work. But people won't just buy it because it's Google. Right. You know, like they don't, they don't have as much brand attachment as like an Apple. So it's just, I, I don't know. It's weird. It's like, you've got the software and stuff. I mean, to me, the answer for this is really just business development. Yeah. Like I agree. You don't have to develop anything. I mean, obviously there's going to be some backend work for some games as to, you know, how the servers, ra uh, you know, ramp up and how many nodes are needed for this and, and what's going to be happening on the cloud side, the cloud infrastructure side. But it's like, 
it just really sounds to me like a lot of just like account management and business development and going out and being like, hey, uh, Sega, do you want to like put all your games on Stadia? Here, instead of paying, you know, us taking, you know, 50, you know, instead of us taking $5 or all the subscription service out of it um, and giving you like $2, we'll give you $4. Like that just seems like that's what it is. I mean, the other stuff is all figured out. It's just getting games on it and like you're going to have to pay an ass load of money to get like exclusives like everybody else does. Like that's the, that's the problem, right? Is people aren't just going to go play it, play like people aren't just going to go play cyberpunk because they can play it on stadia. Like you've already lost, right? People are going to go play stadia if that's the only place that they can play that game. And you either have to develop that game and hold it on that platform and take a risk like that, or you have to pay up the ass, take a loss most likely, but get people on the platform. Like you can't just walk into the gaming industry and be like, okay, cool. Well, we're going to have our games available on this too. And it's like, that's great. But like, you still don't have all the PlayStation exclusives, right? You don't have the Xbox exclusives. Like, I mean, you got NBA, you've got Ubisoft, you've got all third party. I can play that on my system now. And that's exactly what we discussed when, before the PS5 and Xbox, you know, uh, Series X launched. We were like, okay. Like I'm gonna go to the PlayStation because there's a lot more exclusives there, and like I'll just play my third parties on PlayStation. Like whatever, they're, they're everywhere. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's, it's I, fascinating. I I think I think Stadia is just gonna have a really hard t- time keeping up because Xbox is in in the gaming world. It it essentially comes down to Xbox or PlayStation, right? That's always the the two. Right. Big matchups that you see. Yeah, there's Nintendo, but Nintendo's doing their own thing. They're they're chilling. They're fine. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, you know, obviously Xbox is really pushing towards this kind of the streaming, this iCloud thing. And I think even if Stadia technically works better, I don't think it's going to be as successful as Xbox XCloud. Right. And yeah. and even with, I mean, you see it with like Nvidia or NVIDIA, sorry, they have, they kind of have their own little like streaming deal as well. And I mean, you hardly ever hear anything about it and they've been nope. doing it for a while. There's no excuses. Right. And so, I mean, ultimately it's going to come down to uh, Stadia just isn't going to be able to outplay Xbox in, the, in this marketing regard because they aren't going to have you know, your halos and stuff. They can put your third party stuff. That's fine. But eventually I think PlayStation is going to go into the streaming as well. And it's just going to eventually smother Google out whether and from everyone I've heard that has actually played stadia, which still a very small amount. They said it works great. I mean, they don't have issues with it, but it's just not, it's not exciting. It it's, it's there. It's, it's, it is what it is. It is an option. It is an option, and it's it's an option that works fine enough. I mean, yeah, it's an option to play games, not in a different way because you're still using a controller. Right. It's an option to play games with a different controller. Yeah, the same games. So right. I mean, as always, it always comes down to IP. That's yeah. it. Yeah, so. and, I mean, and you have to have good internet for Stadia as well, but also yeah. not. I mean, I don't know. It's just, I, I, I think Google is honestly on the right track. They have the great tech behind it, but it's just not going to last. It's eventually going to get smothered out by PlayStation and Xbox when they go full in on, on this whole idea of just nothing but streaming. Yeah. Like it's, it's funny to me. Cause like, I'll, I'll say this last thing and we'll wrap it up. But, um, it's like Amazon and Google get into these and they're like, oh man, the most <laughs> expensive part of games must be the back end. Right. Because, you know, that's the most expensive part for us. And then they get into the games and it's like, oh shit, it's actually the intellectual property. Right. Right. It's always like if you wanted idea. to actually go out and like, you know, you have to lose your ass as Amazon or Google on a game, just like Apple TV. Like, look at that. So Apple's taking the right approach. They literally just paid like $35 million for a movie. To go on Apple TV. That the only thing that you're gonna be able to watch it is on Apple TV. That's it. Right. Okay, which is smart. I mean, that makes yeah. sense. Netflix does that, everybody does that. But like they're not gonna make any money on that. That's a loss leader in the hopes that they get people in there and then you know they pay the month and then they continue using it and see other stuff. And like, yeah, I see value in Apple TV. Right. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, you cannot uh go into something and be like, oh wow, like 
shit, we have to pay hundreds of millions of dollars. It's expensive in gaming to, to go buy these properties. I mean, you, and then if you're like, oh, we're just going to purchase this cheap one and redo it. Well, then you better know what the hell you're doing or else right. you're going to tank that way. So it's, 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 it's pretty interesting. But uh, anyways, want to wrap it. We want to wrap this thing up or. Yeah. We good. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I have ooh, nothing also, else to say that we haven't already said about stadia before. Quick, quick one sentence tidbit overwatch and uh diablo 4 oh yeah delayed probably past 2021 overwatch yeah. 2 bummer yeah. stupid uh anyways guys follow us on twitter and instagram at diggity podcast uh you can find me on playstation my psn is maple jeff and mine is luscious brody very good leave us a review guys it helps us out a ton thank you to those who have left reviews thank you to everyone who listens uh to the show um again hit subscribe if you listen for the first time and uh, tell everybody you can find us on uh, pretty much every single podcast platform. No demand. Um, we're, we're on it. We are there. And until next time, Including guys, our buddies, Cephalopod. Hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> until next time, guys, we will see you later. Bye.